0: It's for you, for you to be.
1: Lord, feel my life, feel my life, Lord, feel my life, feel my life, Lord, until all they see is you, Lord, until all they see is you, Lord, and then your name, God, can be glorified. Your name can be glorified. He's an awesome, awesome, awesome God. He's an awesome God. I am so honored to be in the family of God. Amen. I'm honored to, to be in that great kingdom. In that great kingdom, I am so honored to be in that kingdom. This morning, we have a word of prophecy. I'm not one that gives words of prophecy unless the Lord speaks to me and tells me that it's a word of prophecy that the people of God needs. A lot of times we find prophets that they speak, but as they speak, that which they say does not come true. But this morning we do have a word of prophecy from the Lord. As I was a few days ago, I was sitting and I was studying. In fact, it was right after last Sunday, I was studying. Meditating on the word of God. And I was at one place. And while I was sitting. God dropped. This word that we're going to share this morning. With you. And. Someone had sent me um, a video. Um. A week or so ago. I didn't listen to it. They told me to pass it on to my, <clears throat> to my son-in-law, which I did. And after I had followed and took the journey that the Lord gave me, the other day I, I had some quiet time. And so I was laying on the couch and I said, I'm going to listen to this video that this person had given me. And when I did, I found that we were running down the same identical vein. Speaking about the exact same thing. And when I listened, I I made a call to the individual that sent it to me and I told them, because I had earlier asked them, you know, what were they hearing in the spirit? And so I... um, began to share with her what God had given me. And she said, you know, I wondered why you wasn't responding because I thought we were going to be in a discussion over the video that she had sent me. And what she didn't realize was I hadn't even (laughs) listened to it. And then she said to me, I knew that was something wrong because you didn't dive into that. And after I listened, I called her and I told her, I said, now I understand we are running in the same vein. And this is the word of of prophecy, and we're going to follow what the Lord said, and I won't go beyond what God said, because when the spirit stops, you have to stop. But what what the Lord had dropped in my spirit last week was the great deception, the great deception we have to be very careful because we are about or probably already in a great deception and if we are not careful we may fulfill that scripture where it says if it be possible the very elect will be deceived but there is a coming great deception or it already could be in the process but i'm going to share with you and from go- going to the book of second Thessalonians is where we want to go we're going to second Thessalonians yeah second Thessalonians and we're going to be <coughs> coming out of chapter number two. Second Thessalonians chapter number two. Second Thessalonians chapter number two. This is a word of prophecy for those that are listening, whether it's locally or whether it's online or our online community. I suggest that we listen so that we won't be fooled or when we see it when it comes then we will say God already warned us and revealed it to us. 2 Thessalonians chapter number 2, and we're going to look at verse number 11. I asked the Lord the question, I said, now how will this great deception begin? How will it begin? How will it start? How will it take place? So the first verse he gave me is 2 Thessalonians Chapter number 2, verse number 11. And it says, and for this cause, are we there? And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. For this cause. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. Not just a delusion, but a strong delusion. And they should believe a lie. So he says to me, the first thing that will happen in this great deception, it will be in a form of a delusion. And a delusion is a false belief. It will come in a form of a lie. Is that not how he tricked Adam and Eve? He tricked them with a lie, right? The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So this deception that's coming our way or already in process or already in making, it will come in the form of a lie. He said, okay, God, it's going to come in the form of a lie. And then the next thing he says to me is, and I ask him the question, how will it take place? How will it take place? Now we're going to go to 1 Kings, chapter number 22. I want to make sure I take my time. And as... God speaks, the Holy Spirit speaks. I'm able to convey what the Lord has spoken. First Kings chapter number 22. And we're going to read the first four verses. And then you'll probably understand about this lie. Why, how is it that people, so many will be deceived, the deception will come in the form of a lie. Verse 1 in 1 Kings chapter number 22, it says, And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. Verse 2 says, And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And verse number 3 says, And the king of Israel said unto his servants, Know ye that Ramoth and Gilead is ours, and we be still, and take it not out of the hand of the king of Syria. Now, in these first three verses, what is going to be revealed, what we need to be watching for, is how it is going to take place, the deception. If you note in verse number 3, they're speaking about territory, Ramoth and Gilead. So the first thing that, that the Lord says we will be hearing or seeing or the deception is going to be about a territorial battle, a territorial battle. How, I don't know. Oh, I do know God says from the scriptures that there will be a territorial battle. And once that takes place, it will begin the process. We will, go, we will begin to see some things that we've never seen before. But remember that all of it is, is a great deception, not just a plain, ordinary deception, but a great deception, massive, massive. Now, when you look at verse number 4, looking at verse number 4, it says, And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Will thou go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as thou art, my people as thy people my horses as thy horses okay god what what are you saying here what is so significant about the territory remoth gilead it's not so much of the meaning of it which means height but it means the significance of it that place was one of the six places that was considered cities of refuge. In other words, that you call them in today's society, sanctuary cities. Y'all have heard that word before, sanctuary cities. So, is something about that territory or the territories that that they're going to want? It's in their possession. It's not in their possession. At one point, it was in their possession, but they lost it. And now they're saying, why should we sit still when this belongs to us? So beyond the territorial battle, the next thing we're going to see in this great deception is a forming of a coalition. A forming of a coalition. In other words, you're going to see nations coming together that don't normally come together. But remember now, all that we see, all that we're going to witness is just a deception. It's a deception. It's a great deception. So these nations got to come together. They're going to join forces as one. Now, let's drop down to verse number 12 in 1 Kings chapter number 22. We're talking about the great deception. How, 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 and through whom hmm, will this deception come? And how will I be able to recognize it? Amen. Now, when you look at verse number 12 in 1 Kings, Chapter number 22. Verse 12 says, And all the prophets prophesied, so saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hand. Verse 13 says, And the messenger that was gone to call Micaiah spake unto him saying behold now the words of the prophets declaring good unto the king with what kind of mouth one mouth let thy word I pray thee be like the word of one of them and speak that which is good. The next sign that we will see in regards to this great deception is false prophets are going to be speaking, stating that everything is good. Everything is well. Don't worry about anything. Go ahead. You're going to prosper at what you do. False prophets will have the ear of the people. And the reason why they will have the ear of the people is in verse number 14. They're all going to be speaking with one mouth. They're all going to be speaking the same thing. That's how deception takes place. But see, when I looked at that, I said, "The Lord, it didn't say kings was going to be speaking. But it said prophets would be speaking. How many people believe prophets and don't even know they're false prophets? It's all over. So it will come forth from the mouth of a false prophet. Yeah, it's okay to do this. Don't worry about it. But it's part of the great deception. Now, Micaiah... Was one that they never wanted to listen to. Why? Because he was preaching truth, but truth was doom and gloom. Nobody wants to hear a doom and gloom prophet, even though they're speaking truth. We always want to hear somebody gonna tell us stuff that makes our ears tickle. Always something good. And the king says, before he went into battle, he said, Is there anybody else that can speak and let me know what the Lord is saying? And then the other king says, Well, there's this man by the name of Micaiah, and he never speaks anything good. If you ever note that in the Old Testament, the, 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 oh, the testaments, the prophets in the Old Testaments back in the day, they spoke hard truths. They didn't sugarcoat like we do today. They sugarcoat. Well, today we sugarcoat. Back in those days, they didn't sugarcoat. But he was given a destruction. You got to speak what everybody else is speaking. Don't, 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 don't come in before the king and be say something differently. You speak what all these other false prophets are saying. See, sometimes, Because things don't happen the way we think they should happen or when they should happen, we will get on a bandwagon with somebody and they're speaking lies. Remember now, it said the way that delusion was going to come is through a lie. How many times, (laughs) yes, Lord, how many times have we been fooled by lies? Because it sounded good, right? Those lies sounded good and and, and it was like those are the things that we wanted to hear. But they were lies. The great deception that's coming is going to be nothing but lies and many people will be deceived because of the one that has been spoken through. I pray I do not fulfill this prophecy, this scripture. They all came together, Hmm. one mouth, speaking the same thing. Did you see the true prophet, the minority of it? See, when it came down to the true prophet, he was by himself. Whenever you speak truth, you don't have to stand alone. Whenever you speak truth, you will have to stand alone. You won't be alone with that crowd where everybody's traveling, that road where everybody's traveling. But you're gonna be on that road with just, just a few travelers here and there. See, that's how it is with a true prophet. People don't want to hear what you got to say. And then after the prophecy takes place, oh, I remember, but you remember it too late. Don't be fooled by what you see right now. <laughs> don't be don't be fooled. Now, verse number 17, First Kings chapter number 22. Let's see what the true prophet says. Remember now, the false prophet was saying, "Okay, you can you can win this battle. Everything is going to be okay. Come on, let's let let's 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 hang out together." Okay. Now here comes the true prophet, the one that nobody wanted to hear, verse seventeen. So what did he prophesy? He says in verse seventeen, and he said, "I saw." All Israel, what, scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd. And the Lord says, or the Lord said, these have no master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. So the first thing the two prophets spoke it wasn't it wasn't a prophecy of prosperity because see that's what's happening now and that's what's going to happen on down the road but you got to watch it it's a deception he says now the two prophet says what he first thing he saw was he said i saw israel scattered upon a hill well What what does that mean, being scattered? The Lord said he saw the people weak and hopeless or helpless. Some went one way, some went another way. Not knowing where to go for safety. They were in a confused state of mind. If you think right now people are in a confused state of mind, you wait till the great deception comes. You ain't seen nothing yet. We think people confused, killing, and everything that's going on. I mean, young kids. I mean, playing. Oh my goodness! Uh, a shootout and all that mess. Twelve years old and fourteen years old shooting out with the police. You have not seen nothing yet. Confused state of mind. People will have no idea who to go or where to follow. And the reason why is the second thing that Micaiah says here, the true prophet, the second thing he says, they're like sheep that have no shepherd. Sheep without a shepherd. Why do you think God has sheep? I mean shepherds. They're to the lead what? The sheep, right? So why is it that sheep don't think they need a shepherd? And God is our great shepherd, and God placed others to lead sheep. Sheep, if you if you look up the definition of a sheep, a sheep has no idea where to go. They will graze and graze and graze until they fall off the cliff. We will follow and follow and follow and follow people until we fall off the cliff. He said they will be like sheep without a shepherd. In other words, he says now, they will not have any guidance or direction. In this great deception, they will not have any guidance or direction. Why? God says two things will be happening in this great deception. You're going to see, some of you say, well, we've already seen that. Not the way it's going to come in this great deception. You will see the fall of political leaders as well as religious leaders. You'll see the fall of both. And because, oh, Holy Spirit, because people do not have God as one that leads and guides them and they look too much to man for guidance, they will not know what to do or where to go. They will be blinded. Because they've got all their trust in man and not in God. So, so there will be no guidance. They will be not only in a confused state of mind, but they won't have no leader. The great deception is on its way. Political leaders Falling. Hmm. when I first heard the Lord say a great deception, I started looking at some things. I said, God, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, God? What are you talking about? And I, I discovered something. I ran up on something that back in 1926, they had a film that had to do with a great deception. It had to do with World War I, the era of espionage in World War I. But it was based off of a book called Yellow Dove from 1915. And the strange thing that I discovered, that the film, the movie that was made about the great deception has disappeared. You can't find it anywhere because they did not want the people to know the truth. So they they took this film off the market so nobody would know because what it was revealing that the people were being fed false intelligence, false truth. See, the enemy does not want you to know when you're being fed false stuff, lies, and they will keep on speaking the same thing until he can get everybody to believe. Somebody say, well, I want, that can't happen to me. Well, then are you better than Adam and Eve who walk with God in the garden every day? But yet they believe Satan over God. How, how often do we believe the adversary over God if we can be real in the house? Have we not been deceived? But if we don't stay in the book, if we don't stay in the word of God, if we don't hide the word of God in our hearts, we will fulfill the prophecy. It's coming. Okay. Okay. Now, how, 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 how is it coming? Let's look at verse number 20 in 1 Kings chapter number 22. Won't be before you long, but got to give you what God said give you. Got to warn you so that you'll be able to recognize it when it shows up at your door. Watch verse number 20, verse number 20 in First Kings chapter number 22. And the Lord said, verse 20, And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. I'll need you to keep that verse 20 up. I'm with them. Verse number 20. The Lord says, "Who shall What's going to happen? Persuade? Who's going to persuade Ahab? Ahab is a symbol of those religious and political leaders. Who shall persuade him that he may go up and do what? Fall. See, he needed somebody to be able to persuade, and he already knew that he was going to fall, that he may go up and fall at that sanctuary city, that city of refuge. And then it says, and one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. They didn't have the same voice right there. But the key thing is, he was going to fall. Even though the false prophets had told him, go ahead, you're going to prosper. Go to verse number 21. First Kings 22, verse 21. 21 says, watch this. Watch this. And there came forth a what? A spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. A spirit now. Now let me tell you something about a spirit. A spirit has to have a body. Because it cannot live here on this earth. Because see, spirits are entities that have to have a body in order to function. Because see, the, the earth, they are not from the earth. A spirit moves. The spirit is able to go from place to place. This spirit, look, look how bold this spirit is. The Bible says the spirit stood before the Lord. That means he was traveling with others. There came. Who gonna convince him? Who gonna persuade him? Great deception. Who gonna persuade the people? It's a spirit. Be careful of what you got left open. Be careful what you subject yourself to. Because everything that sounds good and looks good is not good. Go to verse number twenty-two. So that came forth a spirit. Now, watch 22. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? How you going to do it? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a what? A lying spirit in the mouth of all his what? Prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail, go forth and do so. How is he coming? How is the deception coming? Hmm? How is the deception coming? Through a lying spirit, but God really has given him permission. Because it says now, the Lord said unto him, how are you going to do it? And the reason why he said, <laughs> I'm going to be a lying spirit, because he knows how mankind is subject to believing in whatever they hear. And then some of the things that they see. He said, now, that now he said, I'm going to come forth. And I'm going to be a lying spirit. And then he says, in the mouth of his prophets. People are so hungry and so thirsty that they will believe anything. You remember when I told y'all the, the man sent me a video and he would talk about and he even told me to my face. That the world was going to end about a year or so. Had a date. He had a date with all his craziness. I swear, if he know that and you know that, you know more than the Bible, because the Bible said, "Don't nobody know the day, know the hour." So whose truth are you gonna believe? But he was convinced by a lying prophet because the video that he had, the words that he had, came from a prophet. And this man proclaim that he has so much intellect and so much knowledge that when he comes up to you, he wants to talk and tell you, "Oh, I can speak in Hebrew." And I, I and he would start speaking and say, "I didn't know he was speaking Hebrew or whatever." I don't know what Hebrew sounds like. I didn't know if he was speaking Greek, but he was speaking something to me. It was tongue-tied. You know how it's about like people. Speak, somebody said, speak it in tongues. See, I'm gonna tell you something about speaking in tongues. you know when it's real. You'll know when it's authentic. You will, you will know. And I tell you when it goes forth and that person is speaking in the Holy Spirit, boy, something go all over your body. Something happen because they got it. But all this rehearsed stuff, this mimicking stuff, no. Mm-mm. Oh no. And I'm like, come on, man, come on. What you going to do with the book? What you going to do with the Bible? God didn't even tell Jesus. What make you think he going to tell man through some kind of codes? Please, please. You see, and what got me is I'm experiencing and witnessing and seeing so many Christian people. That's falling for the antidote. They're falling for it. They're chasing. Deception. I'm like, how, how, how can you believe this? If I told y'all some of the stuff people told me, y'all was this goodness gracious woman. Do people really believe that? Someone told me that we had two presidents. Excuse me! I I don't get that. I I don't get that. It's in your mind. I I I don't get that. You have to be listen, saints. Listen, saints the great deception is coming and if you don't know what's in the word of God and what God is saying and you have a relationship with God, you're going to be fooled. It's coming. And I'm talking about, I'm, I'm seeing people that was soon enough sold out to God, deep into God, love God, and next thing I know, they off their walk because of some kind of False prophecy. You better know what you're listening to, and who you listening to. If it ain't God, it's not in the book. I can't receive it, and and, and that does not make me arrogant or high. Hum- no, that makes me a child of God that believes in the Word of God and what He says. He's already told you, don't put your trust in man. Don't put your trust in flesh. Hmm. Because you're doomed, you're cursed, you're doomed for destruction when you do that. We'll see that, we'll see that, we'll see that. Hmm. Now, verse number 23 in 1 Kings chapter number 22. It says, now, therefore, look at this. Behold, the Lord hath put a lion's spirit in the mouth of how many prophets? All, oh, all of these thy prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. You know, he now told me he's gonna fall. If you all would continue, and this is your assignment, online community, church family. If you continue this chapter, you will find that there was a disguise, there was a changing of garments. Because when the prophecy had went forth, the true prophet, he spoke about the fall of that religious leader, of, of the fall of that king. So what he did was he convinced the other king in in that coalition to switch garments because, see, he didn't want to lose his life. So they put on a disguise. He told them, listen, you put on my garment. And see, when he switched garments, put on that disguise, then the enemy began to chase the one that had on the king's clothes. Oh, Holy Spirit. Y'all king's King's children, that garment that you got, make sure you don't switch it with nobody. And make sure nobody dress you like they want to do David when David went to battle. Because, see, you'll get killed trying to wear somebody else's armor. You better know who you are in God. You better make sure you're not wanting to be deceived. You better be equipped for what's coming. And when the battle was over, you know what the end result was? Death. God said at the end of this great deception, that big lie that's going to be believed, he says the end result is going to be death. The end results. The king dies in battle. Make sure we as kings and priests, we don't die in the battle. A lot of kings and priests, a lot of saints have already died in the battle. And I'm not talking about a physical death. I'm talking about a spiritual death. That great deception... Don't ride that train. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't get on that train. I don't care who it is, your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your husband. I don't care, co-worker, I don't care who it is. If they're not speaking from the word of God and know when they come what kind of spirit they come in with, because if you got what we say we have, you'll be able to tell about that lie, that lying spirit when it comes forth getting ready to speak. Mm, I, I've seen this one before. I've heard this one before. See, one thing about Satan, he don't change up. You know why he doesn't change up? Because we keep going around the same merry-go-round. He don't have to change up because we keep, we, stay on the, we stay on the same seat, on the same merry-go-round, going round and round and round and round, and the scenery does not change. Great deception. This scripture I didn't give them, but I'm going to give it to us. Matthew, chapter number 24. Matthew 24, verse number 24. Either your cell phone, but be careful with that thing too. It'll tell on you. Matthew 24 and 24. It says, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders. You know, we love them signs and wonders. Oh, did you not see that that was God. Oh, they were slain in the spirit, they just the whole church fell out. Yeah, they did fall out. They fell out of the grace of God for being stupid. I'm not telling you that that, that God can't slain you. But when you can get on the TV and on the camera and everybody you just wave your hand and everybody fall out at one time, something wrong with that. Think. It's a deception. It's a deception. Well, how do you know that? I've been there and done it. I fell in the floor of a devil and got up a devil. Oh, I had a wonderful time. Left and went straight to where I ain't got no business. Come on. Come on now. A lie in true clothing. Signs and wonders. They talk about it in the last day. That's how the people are going to be deceived too. Signs and wonders. They're going to believe that mess. But I'm going to tell you all, going back to the original thing, a great deception is coming our way. It's already happening. Trying to silence folk that speak truth. Be careful what you listen to and who you give your ear to. Something Dr. Manley preached, he said, the one that you lend your ear to, that's who, hold, that's who holds your future. The one that has your, future, has your ear, thank you, Holy Spirit. The one that has your ear, that's who holds your future. So who, who who got your ear today? Because that's who holds your future. Great deception. Watch for it. You won't see it on see. You won't hear what I'm saying to you from CNN or MSNBC and all them other ends. But you're hearing it from God's God's house, God's network. And God Network is saying the great deception is coming. Is here, and make sure you don't fall for the okie doke. Be careful. Be very careful. Great deception. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. For Him honoring us enough.